Hi, I'm Dana Miet, and you're listening to the Teen Life Survival Guide podcast. In this podcast, we will discuss any topic you can think of relating to teen life. If you're looking for a podcast with a priest or this great biblical scholar, my friend, you've come to the wrong place. I'm just a normal person giving everything I have to God all day, every day. I felt called to do this podcast because I don't think teens always get the guidance they should. Some of these topics are legit hard. I'm an open book and I plan to continue to be that way. If you have a topic you want to discuss, please email me at teenlifesurvivalguide at gmail.com. I've talked to so many teens over the years. Some are confused about scripture. Some think church is boring. Some hate how others judge them and so on. If any of these topics are relatable to you, let's break that barrier together. Let's find out who God says we are. Let's find out how to get past the bullies and stresses of our lives. Let's learn how to survive the teen years with happiness, joy, and peace. How you live your life matters. Let's make sure we live it with a true purpose. So without further ado, let's get started. Yeah. BT Dubs, that was an extremely long intro. Feel free to skip it. I just wanted my new listeners to kind of have a heads up of what we'd be talking about. But for my old people, appreciate you for listening. Just skip through this. All right, now for real, let's get started. What's up, my favorite people? I hope you're having a splendid day. Today's topic's gonna be coping with death. And before we get started, I'm gonna say a prayer. Dear God, thank you for this day. Thank you for this opportunity to come together and to worship you and to learn more about your unending love for us. I pray that as we face this topic of death and how it can bring us sadness in our life, I also pray that we know that death is not the end, that you came and you sent your only son so that we may live eternal life and that those people who have gone before us, Lord, they're happy. And really death comes down to how can we be happy and go on, although some of our favorite people, although the ones we love the most has left us. And God, I, I pray for your guidance. I pray pray that we can learn from your wisdom today and feel your peace through this podcast. In your name we pray. Amen. All right. So coping with death. Oh my goodness. Why did I have this topic, right? It's terrible, but it has its purpose. I promise. Um, One of the reasons I felt so pushed to do this topic today is because I can relate to it so much. Uh, As I told you in my podcast about why teen life is important to me, uh, a good friend of mine died in the river and it really completely changed my my thought process had changed my faith life first time I really truly let God in all the way and it just made a huge difference in my life and today is that day today is May 6 um 2021 and that happened in May May 6 2009 so it's been 12 years guys but that's one of the reasons I want to talk about this because coping with death is hard and I still struggle every year on this day I always you know tell my husband and tell my friends give me the day um I'm gonna be sad on this day but I'm not gonna be so sad that I can't go throughout my day, that I can't make it great, that I can't serve God's purpose today. I gave my all to God just like I do any other day. But I also take time on this day to reflect and remember, you know, what happened to me that day and to never take for granted God's love and to always keep pushing myself to stay close to him and his word because that's what brings true happiness. So as much as this is a hard topic, I'm going to kind of go through what we hear about death and how we can cope with death. The first thing I want to say is everyone's going to cope with it differently. 
differently. I really think it depends on your personality because some people, you know, need to, to cry it out. Some people need to write it out. Some people need to go um, to grave sites. Like I personally, you know, I feel like when you die, you go to heaven. If you lived a holy life and you accepted Jesus. So in my mind, I, I never want to go to a grave site where I have some friends that they find comfort going sit at a grave site and talking. So just remember when you approach coping with death with your friends and with yourself to do whatever brings you joy and whatever makes you feel complete in that moment, um, whatever helps you. But also don't make sure make sure that it's not something that's bringing you down. I read something one time that said, um, you know, people, if they get in a car wreck and their loved one dies, they put a cross on side the road and they talked about, you know, trying to avoid those things because then that visual reminder is always there. And so I'm not saying don't do that because personally, I think if it happened to me, I would do that. Um, I'd want to see it because no matter what, I'm going to, when I pass that area, I'm going to have that reminder. But the point is to not put so much on your plate, pushing yourself to remember the tragic events so much that you're actually harming yourself by those images, by those things that you're doing. You want to do it enough to where you can cope with it, but not too much to where you're just overwhelming yourself. Um, so, you know, I see death in a bunch of different ways. Some people see death has a purpose. Others don't. I, I think it depends on the death. I know that when my friend Julian died, you know, it served a purpose in my life. God could have took him any way he wanted, but I feel like that was the path because God knew what I needed. God knew I needed the wake up call. He knew if Julian died in that particular way that it would get my attention and it would make me rely on him. And, you know, I thank God for that every day. I thank God that I was given that opportunity and that I accepted him because since that day, you know, my life has been just completely different and just so much better than it ever was. Um, but sometimes, you know, death happens and it doesn't seem to have a purpose, but we must remember that our ways are not God's ways. We will never know the reason. Like I said, for mine, you know, it seemed to be a, re a reason, but you know, sometimes people just randomly get run over by a car or randomly just die in the most weird ways. Or, you know, sometimes baby dies and they call it SIDS, but they don't really know what it is. And so we question and we wonder about the purpose. And what we have to do is we have to treat death differently than we usually do. We want to treat death in God, someone died, was the reason. And we have to treat death is in two ways. One, that person gets to go to heaven. We must realize that we, the worry we're having is that we miss them. They're already taken care of. That's what Jesus died on the cross for. They are taken care of. So if that's a fear, you need to get that out because fear is a liar. Fear is the devil. And the second thing is recognizing that God is just so much greater and so much thought out than we are that, like I said, his ways are just greater than our ways. And I know that sounds so basic and so simple, but I'm going to try to help make that sound a little bit more detailed with the story about Abraham and Isaac. So when you think about Abraham and Isaac, um, and I love sharing this one with you because they all love to know why would God make Abraham go up and, you know, sacrifice his son. Now we know it wasn't, you know, it didn't actually happen, but why would that even be a thing? So let's think of it from Abraham and Isaac, uh, Isaac point of view. Okay. So we know that Abraham was chosen by God because of his faith. And everybody thinks that Abraham is being tested by God. And I mean, he is testing him. Don't get me wrong. But the point I'm trying to make is when Abraham is asked to do this, you notice he doesn't get angry. He doesn't run away. And I think we need to have that faith like Abraham and also like Isaac. Cause I also want to point out that Isaac was way younger. Abraham was old in age. Isaac 
could have easily overpowered Abraham, but he didn't. So both their faiths, but think about it. Abraham is going to kill his son. He is creating death. He's becoming a murderer and he's going to kill him. That would make me question God. That would make me think, God, you know, why God? Why this? But he goes to do it. And it's because of his faith is elevated more than a typical person's. And I know my faith isn't there all the time, but his faith is that God's ways are greater than his ways. That he's not going to understand why God is calling him to do that. He's not going to understand why he has to lose his son, but he's going to trust that God's ways are greater. He understands that technically, yeah, he might have to go do this, but that God's greater. If God wants Isaac to be background, boom, snap his fingers, Isaac's back alive. Or maybe there's another purpose to it, you know, and then we know what happens in the story. But the point I'm trying to make is that their faith went further than death. They didn't let death be the end all be all. They didn't let it just bring them down. And I think sometimes we want to question why God, why? And when someone says, well, his great, his ways are greater than our ways. We don't want to hear that. But I think the more we accept it as, you know, he has reasons that are above human comprehension. And the more we trust in that, I think we'll feel his graces through the death. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. I'm not saying anytime you lose a loved one, it's heartbreaking. Uh, I remember losing my grandma. I'm still not over that. She was one of my best friends and it was just absolutely heartbreaking. And I'm like, why God, why'd you have to take her that way? Why couldn't I have a little bit longer with her? But again, you know, he has his plans and we must not be selfish in the sense of trying to keep our loved ones here longer. I know we want them, but if you're truly accept that heaven is real and you truly accept that it's a joyous place, that's where we should want them to go. And that's where I find comfort with Julian and my grandma is understanding that. Um, And like I said, I've been through the death that was quick with Julian, you know, one day here, next day gone. You know, I've had drawn out. My grandpa had uh, cancer and another one had heart failure and both of those were very drawn out. It did not happen quick. It was months and months and months and months and months. And so I've been through too young and I've also been through older. Um, And I'm sure I'm going to go through it again eventually. My grandma is 94. So I'm sure when she passes, it's going to be the same situation. No matter when it happens, you know, some people say, well, I wish it would have happened quick. Well, then like I said, because with my grandpa, like I said, it was long. And then I'm like, oh, I almost wish it was quick. He wouldn't have to suffer. Well, then my grandma had a stroke and that was quick. And Julian's was quick. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I wish I would have known. I wish I would have had time to say goodbye and to talk to him. So my point I'm trying to make is no matter what situation you go to and you say, God, why did I have to happen this way? Just understand no matter how it happens, it's our human emotion that makes death so sad. It's a, and it's totally normal and totally needed. And when someone passes, we need to cope and we need to die, but we can't stay in that place. We can't stay in, I'm going to be miserable because God took this person away. No, God brought them to heaven. God gave them what they needed and God left us with a mission. And that's where I want to talk about right now. Um, I want you to think about what makes you miss your loved one. What are those things that you really miss about that person? And what I want you to do, what I challenge you to do is to be the traits of the people you miss the most. Keep them alive through your mo- through your moment. You know, if you love that they were caring or you love that they baked your cookies, you love that they went to all your sporting events, you love that they read the Bible with you, whatever you love, whatever made you miss that person so much, they're not gone from you. They're with you in your soul. They're waiting for you in heaven. And all you have to do is let them in through you. God gave them to you while they were on this earth and you love them so much because they were a gift from God and they brought you that joy. And now it's your turn. It's your turn to bring that joy that they brought you to others to be the best.
best parts of them and bring that to other people. And I think that's how they live on. And that's how with Julian, you know, I think of all his good characteristics and I constantly, people tell me all the time, you know, it's so sad he died so young. I just picture how his life would be when he gets older. And, you know, I never think about how his life would be when he gets older because I, I live for him. He, you know, obviously live for Jesus first and all that, but I live for him. I know that he's no longer here and all those things I love about him and all the things I miss about him. I try daily to share with others through my actions, through my thought, through my word. And so I encourage you to do that today. And like I said, I hope I didn't offend anyone with the way I went about death. Everybody deals with death differently. There's no wrong way to do it. Okay. But what I just want you to understand is don't let death be the end. Jesus didn't want that. God didn't want that. That's why they died for you. So death wouldn't be the end. When it says, oh, death, where's your sting? Yeah, it's going to sting a little, but it shouldn't sting your whole life. It's okay for it to make you sad, but it should not stop you in your tracks where you can't go on with your life. Yes, be sad. Yes, keep their memory, but live for them and, and be the best version of them in your soul through your soul. I hope that encourages you today. Like I said, this was not, you know, the Bryce Bright topic, but that's okay. It's all good. We'll move on to much brighter topics eventually. I hope y'all have an awesome day. I'll catch you next time. Peace.